what do you uh, know or have to say about um, cardiac bypass artery graft, CABG surgery? Um, what does the evidence say about this? What is the information? What, is, what do you have to tell us about this? Coronary artery bypass grafting is a fairly major surgical procedure to try and improve the blood supply to the heart. And so it's for, for arterial disease in the heart. It was a boom industry in the uh, 80s and 90s and uh, has uh, suffered greatly uh, because of the interventionalists and, and now you, most patients have stents. And so stents are done for the same thing. They're done to unblock um, uh, narrowings in the arteries that feed the heart. That actually, it's, it's hard to understand. People don't see how the heart needs blood because it's full of blood, but it actually needs its own blood supply. And that's the problem. And that's what causes a heart attack if that gets blocked. Um, Unfortunately, though, so the, the larger high quality studies where people have had this procedure compared to, you know, just taking drugs or other medical treatments um, or not having it done at all um, have shown that for what we call stable angina, which is not somebody having a heart attack right now, but somebody with, with heart disease, that having this procedure is not better than not having it. Uh, all the alternatives. And having a stent for a, uh, a stable angina or just heart disease that's visible on a scan is the most common reason for having it done. So it's one of the most common surgical procedures uh, performed. It's very common uh, with hundreds of thousands have been done. And um, yeah, there is some evidence for it in, in acute situations, but for most of the time, uh, it's not better than not having it. And again, it's hard to get that message across because it makes sense, you know, but you're narrowing a, a tight artery. That must be better. Um, yeah, but it's, there's other things that happen when you do that. There's, there's uh, uh, unintended consequences. Um, the heart uh, has develops other blood supplies to make up for that narrowing. There's all these sort of complicated issues that go into it. But the, there's been some high quality studies showing that it's not better than um, uh, medical alternative, non-surgical alternatives. Let me see if I can clarify what Dr. Harris said. And I, he, he traipsed onto uh, stents and angioplasties in a question that was regarding uh, coronary artery bypass grafting. And I, I think it might've been a little bit confusing for the audience, but he gave a good answer. But I'll see if I can uh, describe the, the, the literature. And, um, I'd love to hear criticisms of what I'm saying and seeing, see if what I've read is correct. For coronary artery bypass grafting, the only successful prolongation of life, the only improvement in mortality is in the left main disease, right? It's a two centimeter piece of artery that connects up two other major arteries that surround the heart. Now, if you plumb your way around that, and that's what coronary artery bypass grafting is, it's a simple conceptually, and it makes sense in a certain kind of a way, but the only studies that have shown improvement in uh, uh, lifespan have been in plumbing around the left main artery, not in any of the other arteries, right? So 
these guys, these surgeons, um, conceptually, it seems to make sense. They they plumb their way around. They the people have uh, coronary blockages in multiple places. They do five, six, um, uh, you know, plumb arounds, and they they see uh, improvement in the the way the heart looks in the chest. But the only improvement in mortality in lifespan is this plumbing around the left main. The left main equivalent, which is plumbing all three of the arteries simultaneously, is does not produce an improvement in mortality, right? And the improvement in mortality is is only 20% at, at five years. I mean, it's some, let's see if I remember exactly, but it's a, it's a small, it's a, let me see if I remember, it's, it's a small improvement in mortality for this one specific instance. And the entire edifice of coronary artery bypass grafting, the surgery, stands upon this one bit of evidence that only applies to left main disease, right? Now, Traipsing onto the other subject, which is the competing industry, which is angioplasty. These guys have proven with their studies, the cardiologists, that the only time that they make an improvement in mortality, which is all you really care about, is if you have an acute event. You're really sick, you've got chest pain, and you're, really, you're, you're in trouble. You have what's called an ST elevation myocardial infarction, which which is an obvious sign in the EKG, and it's actually relatively rare in terms of heart attacks. Um, and um, Dr. Harris uh, said it uh, properly, and he made the the point uh, correctly that um, ninety five percent plus of the angioplasty is done in disease which is chronic. They may not even have chest pain. But the, uh, the, the, you know, they, come, they go into the doctor's office, they get a stress test, and then they get or angiogrammed, and they find these, um, these uh, uh, lesions, and they're not symptomatic. And they 95% plus of angioplasties and stents are done on people without chest pain at all, right? And so, so they, they, they supposedly, they can get a big improvement in the people with chest pain, um, but um, I, frankly, I, I, I looked at the numbers and I analyzed it in my book, and I, I think the entire effort is uh, unfounded. And my uh, reference is uh, Norton Hadler's work, and he, he, he runs over the numbers, and I looked at them all, and I, I think that basically uh, angioplasties are, are next to useless, and stents are absolutely without foundation. They they, they got these drug uh, secreting, drug eluting or drug secreting stents, and uh, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't improve mortality, which is all you care about. And, uh, and, and the only instance where it supposedly works are a small percent of the, uh, of the heart attacks where they have ST uh, segment elevation, they're very sick. And these people, um, they, they take them to the cath lab and they die in the cath lab in, in, in some you know, in some percentage way that, that mimics the, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, the whole thing is a, is a crazy effort. And the, I think these industries should be discredited. They're about, we spend about the same on coronary artery bypass grafting as uh, angioplasty and stenting now. And, you know, they pass them back and forth. One doesn't work, the other, they pass them, the, the, the surgeon or the cardiologist. I'm, I'm curious about what Dr. Abrams has to say about what I just said, because I know he knows these numbers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. No, I agree. Um, I think 
there's a wonderful natural experiment that uh, has happened. Ontario, Canada uh, controls the number of facilities that can do cardiopulmonary bypass surgery, uh, coronary bypass surgery. And so in Ontario, there's one fifth the number of facilities that do the procedure as there are in Pennsylvania, which has the same population. So in Ontario, the doctors have to decide which fifth of the patients are gonna get the uh, bypass surgery uh, and Pennsylvania has an open door. What they found is that the there's absolutely no mortality difference between Pennsylvania and Ontario uh, after an MI. Um, and uh, what it shows is at the very least that the doctors in Canada can figure out which fifth of the uh, percent, 20%, which 20% of the patients who are having an MI um, deserve uh, uh, coronary bypass surgery compared to the people in Pennsylvania. And it goes back to this idea that, that we have a market-based medical system. You can make money if your hospital does bypass surgery. There's no question about that. But we're not making people better in proportion of the amount of money that's being spent on it. Plus, it's very important to remember that it's major surgery and a significant portion of folks in proportion to their age have mental status changes after their bypass surgery. So it's not without medical costs either. Three to 9% of them die and 30% of them have brain fog that lasts months. It's measurable neurological deficits. Right.